Hello, agriculturists. I'm your host, Jacob Simpson, and welcome back to I Believe TV. After spending a week at Falls Creek, I am so ready to be recording with my next guest. For tonight, I have the one and only Hazen Lester from the Warner FFA chapter. Hazen, would you please introduce yourself to the viewers and guests of the show? Hey, so I'm Hazen Lester, uh, proudly representing the Warner FFA chapter as your 2023-2024 uh, FFA secretary. Sweet, sweet. I am so happy to have you on the show, man. I know you've been waiting patiently, and here's your shot. So I'm going to be asking you a series of questions. If you need uh, time to think of one, we can always skip and come back to it. Are you ready? Yes, sir, I am ready. All righty. First things first, what got you to join the FFA? Ooh, that's a good question. So, hmm. I think what got me to join the FFA was uh, my older brother, Cooper Lang. He kind of showed me uh, what FFA was through the showing portion. He showed sheep uh, whenever I was about in seventh and eighth grade. And he just tried, and he kind of convinced me to get into the eighth grade ag discovery class, which ultimately got me into the FFA program. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, my older brother, um, he's 31 right now, so he's been graduated. But oh, well. <laughs> he's the reason why I joined the FFA. He, he was enrolling me to the last portion of my eighth grade school uh, school year. I moved uh, away from Owasso, and he's like, hey, you should try out vocational ag. Um, it's an ag class for eighth graders, and then you can continue up in high school if you want to. I'm like, all right, I'll try it out. So what made you choose to stay? Um, really, I think what made me choose to stay was my ag teacher, also coming from a small school. I mean, there's not much you could do, so it was kind of either sports or ag. And I was in sports, but I kind of always have had a heart you know, a place in my heart for ag just through my grandpa having cattle and just being around this kind of country lifestyle. Um, but I'd say it really was my ag teacher. He kind of voluntold, we call it, uh, <laughs> for things uh, to do. Well, cattle grading was really the first thing, and I really enjoyed that. And then uh, eventually it got into public speaking my freshman year, and that really opened me up, and i that's made me just stick with the FFA. That's pretty cool. So I didn't start uh, public speaking until my sophomore year. Uh, going to my junior year right now, um, you can call me like a late bloomer or something if you want to. <laughs> but uh, my sophomore year really opened up my eyes, and I really got deep and dug into what I love in the FFA, like um, showmanship for sh uh, goats and uh, public speaking and ag mechanics, all that jazz. Oh, yeah. Uh, and my ag teacher, he's been pushing me every day, every day, day in, day out. And he's always checking up on me like, hey, what are you doing today? You want to come up here and work? I'm like, heck, yeah, I do. Um, so, yeah, he, he's part of my reason why I'm in the FFA, too. Yeah. What's those teachers are really, oh, go ahead. oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, those ag teachers are really just the – if you have a good one, it's just that melts you stay in ag, you know. Just they, they help push your motive. <laughs> I've never heard of a bad ag teacher yet, so I just can't wait to uh, see what our future holds. Yep. What is your favorite part of the FFA? Oh, you know, that's a that's a tough one. I mean, it'd be either be the public speaking, which I love because it just helps you kind of get out there. Like uh, my ninth grade, my freshman year, uh, the 
Creed speaking, I was a really kind of shy kid, but then my ag teacher just kind of said, hey, Hazen, you're going to be doing Creed speaking, and I was like, oh, okay, then I guess, and started saying it in front of the class, and went out, and I really loved it, but I think it'd be public speaking or my uh, goat, goat and sheep showing, which is also a big part of my ag career. I just love getting out there, getting to work with the animals day in, day out. And yeah, getting yeah. work with them. Um, so earlier this, I wouldn't say morning, but um, after church, uh, we were going out to lunch, and I was like, "Hey, I need to go feed my uh, my friend's goats and her sheep, and I got to feed my goat too." And they're like, "Hey, how about we help you?" I'm like, "I would deeply appreciate that, because you know, taking care of seven animals at the same time and trying to make uh, lunch plans with friends after church is pretty stressful." And they're like. Jake, you do this all the time? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, all, every day. <laughs> every, every day. Yeah, but that's like right it, now it, I, got, I think three, what is it? Yeah, three sheep, two weathers, and two does to feed, and it's it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it's bet. A, um, so, yeah, like seven animals today was just enough for me. Um, luckily, uh, my uncle doesn't really make me work with the, our cattle at like any point so that's a blessing to me i I love cattle but like working with them is not my thing yeah them cattle it just takes it takes a lot more time i think with the cattle and just a lot more patience (laughs) yeah i'll i'll stick to my goats Um, yeah so this is probably the hardest question that i've asked everybody um what is your least favorite part of the ffa Oh, yeah, that is a hard one because really there's not a bad part of FFA, I don't think. Um, shoot, let me see. Some people have uh, reworded like bad to their least favorite, which isn't necessarily bad, but could be better. Yeah, just their least favorite part. So I'd say really the my least favorite or a bad a quote-unquote bad part of ag would be like maybe if you don't have a very good officer team amen would would maybe be one because i know like not to diss anybody or you know say anything but i'm not going to say any names but like (laughs) we had an officer team last year and the president wasn't very involved the vice president who's actually my older brother he wasn't he kind of drifted away uh, so he wasn't very involved, and then we only had about maybe two people on the actual officer team that were like heavily involved in ag and did every event we went to, and it was kind of just, you know, iffy, I guess is the best way to put it, but I, I think that'd be my, the bad part of ag is if you don't have a very good officer team to help, you know, push, push the new kids or new eighth graders to go out and actually do stuff. That is probably the best answer I've gotten in a while. Um, last year, I, it was my first year on the officer team as a chaplain. And um, our president, she was a chaplain before. And our main, like, uh, before she got president, she uh, had a bunch of seniors. All of those seniors graduated. And so it was her who was able to go up high in the ranks. She did nothing. It was her senior year last year, so she just graduated. Um, she did nothing, really. Um, and I'm not going to say her name because, you know, confidentiality. 
Um, I had to step up a lot. Um, I actually blew up on her. Um, I know it seems like a bad thing, but like if you're going to say you're going to get stuff done, you're going to get stuff done. Yeah. Stick to your word. Um, at cult conference, this is a good example. Um, we were like, "Hey, where is she?" And so my ag teacher's like, "How about you uh, text a group chat?" I'm like, "All right, fine." And she's not coming to school, which made uh, me even mad, uh, more mad. And um, so we went to cult conference without her. And uh, the state officers at the time were like, hey, where's your president? And we're like, Ugh. and we all had that like guilty face and like, OK, how about your vice president? And is he is he here? And then we're like, yeah, go on up there. Um, we did not feel the same at all the rest of the day. And yeah. when, when we got out of that uh, conference, I, I just blew her up. And um, that was probably my most shameful part of the FFA so far. Um, but I'm that kind of person who says, I want to get stuff done. I want to get it done. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I am. Like, right now, uh, I wasn't able to be an officer last year. I don't really I don't really know what happened with our how, our, how we elect them. It's kind of weird in Warner, but I don't really know what happened, and it just – it kind of made me mad last year. So I kind of, I had to stick up and stand up even just as a, just a member and not even as an officer, just to, you know, get things done, talk with the ag teacher and actually plan events and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, like, uh, last year, uh, a lot of our members were getting mad too, uh, cause she wouldn't do anything. And I'd be like, Hey, I'll, I'll see what I can do so that I can make y'all happy and possibly get our chapter up and going. Um, obviously I got slandered for it, you know, being the chaplain and all, but, um, <laughs> all that hard work has really put a, uh, like put off and I think is well worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, like our chapter officer, uh, elections, I wouldn't say they're fair, but, um, yeah, that's how ours are. They're not exactly fair. <laughs> so what we do is we have our applications in March. Uh, we fill them out, yada, yada, yada. And then, like, mid-April, like, the week before our banquet, um, we have our interviews. And then um, we get our uh, scores read up. And then uh, after that, they'll set out, like, a poll. Whoever gets the most points uh, out of the poll will get to be president, second most, you know, yeah, 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 however much. Um, I guess it's like a popularity game in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this, I, I'd say this year, um, I was shocked because I, in my interview, I was like, hey, if I don't get president, I want this kid to get it because he goes above me on like I do. And I'll be happy wherever I'm at because I'm still an officer and I still get to serve my chapter. Yeah, that's kind of, so our chapter does, uh, we just kind of have a sign-up sheet on the board. We're a pretty small uh, FFA chapter, so we got maybe about, I think, 60, 70-ish kids were last year. And so we just had a sign-up sheet on the board. If you wanted to sign up to do officer interviews, you did. And then we had about three Actually, this year we had two ag teachers come in and interview us, and we didn't know which schools they were going to be from. So our ag teacher just called up a couple ag teachers, said, hey, will you come interview my kids? And they kind of just, you know, asked a series of questions and just picked us based upon how we answered those. I really wish we did kind of have a voting system, but. 
it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So going into my sophomore year, so this is my freshman year, my freshman year banquet. Um, we had about 20 kids uh, sign up, like apply to be an officer. And oh, wow. we have that eight uh, officer team, eight person team. Oh, um, yeah. So we have the chaplain, historian, and then, of course, the big six. Um, that's what I call them, at least. Yeah, see, we just had the big six. <laughs> and then this year, um, instead of not having 20, we had nine. And uh, we were – I was hoping that we'd add the ninth one, which is parliamentarian, because this girl, she's the sweetest person ever. She really deserved to be an officer. And, um, you know, she sadly didn't get the position – although she deserved it <clears throat> probably way more than I do. Um, but yeah, I, I really hope that um, this officer team this year actually goes above and beyond. Um, I'm serving as the new president right now, and I'm really pushing to uh, get this chapter better than what it was last year because um, I want our activity to go up way, way up. And um, I, just, I hope that my leadership is, uh, you know, uh, better how do I say this I can't really put it in words because <laughs> like I've said this so many times <laughs> I, I hope that my leadership in this team and throughout my chapter actually does something impactful yeah because a lot of these kids um, I actually learned about this statistic th- uh, at church about 70% of my school is in poverty. Oh, wow. And, and I'd like to, you know, be a light in somebody else's life. Um, just like Jesus has been a light for me. Um, not like, I'm not trying to go uh, like, hey, I'm trying to be God, but yeah, um, yeah. But like, you know, serve in the name of Jesus, you know? Yeah, you just want to do good and serve like yeah i get what you're saying <laughs> yeah can't really put it into words but i understand what you're trying to say it, it's been a wild week um yes yes it has falls creek was falls creek was definitely fun i, I was so i was like wait you were at falls creek and you were like yeah i was man <laughs> we could have met each other but so i think after i looked at a couple pictures of you on your instagram i was like i think i actually saw this guy yeah, I was I was the cool I was oh, the cool dude in the the American flag uh, face paint. Yep, yep, yep. I did see you. <laughs> yeah, and I ran the five k in the Jesus, not just a camp thing shirt. That that five k about killed me. Yeah, my, my legs are still sore. I was gonna run it, but I was like, yeah, I am not a runner. <laughs> I'm not much of a runner either, but my friends um they talked me into it. So oh. I was, all right, fine. Um, I ran that five k before. I was 12 and chunkier and heavier than I was back then. Um, but now that I'm 16 and 140 pounds, the, that was not my thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you could change one thing about the FFA, what would it be? Oh, now, see, I think this is the hardest question you've asked. <laughs> oh, well. If I could change one thing in the FFA, I think. Or add. Ooh, or, okay, now, see, that's a big big change of question there uh man i think i'd like to kind of change how ooh, 
how some of our FFA kids kind of interact with each other. Or like, okay, so here's a good one. Um, I'd like to change in our like livestock showing or our stock showing how I don't know the way to put this, but around here in the northeast area, it's very competitive, which is good. It's great to be competitive, but it's very like rude. Everybody, no one really likes each other. If you get what I'm saying, kind of like. Man. So I've actually haven't had a bad experience in the northeast yet. Um, Dewey, oh, Dewey's in the northeast area, and um, I primarily shown uh, my goat, well, goats in the northeast, and I haven't had a bad experience with people yet. Um, I've heard stories, but um. I guess I'm just blessed to not have any bad um, interactions with other showmen. Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of just, I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it, but I'd like to change kind of how some of these people around, at least in my area, not necessarily the whole Northeast, but like kind of around Warner to Fort Gibson to Chicota, Muskogee area, all this area right here, this region. I'd kind of just like to change how we interact with each other because I know, a lot of people have enemies, and a lot of people are friends, which the friends is great, but a lot of people would do anything to get at the other people, and it's a really it's a really bad way to look at it, in my mind. Yeah, so um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a team, but we call ourselves the show crew. Um, so we kind of, like, judge our goats and compare them to other goats um, during livestock shows and jackpots. Um, I guess that's kind of why I joined the livestock judging team. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, besides that, um, it, I wouldn't say it's necessarily slandering other kids. It's just like, hey, maybe they won't uh, win it, well, like, win out. Or, um, hey, maybe we could help them, like, uh, fix this problem that they've been facing. Um, like, this past year, uh, my last go from last year, um, he was a little bit green all the time. Um, I didn't overfeed him. Um, and I didn't underfeed him, but he was, he just didn't like look healthy all the time. Um, yeah. he, he had a decent physique. Um, he was a little bit plump and such. Uh, his legs were fine. Um, he just didn't look, um, like normal, I guess in the show world. Yeah. Um, but like other showmen, they'd be like, Hey, uh, try this out or hey maybe um this will work you know and i yes i haven't had a bad interaction with anybody yeah like so i'm a livestock judger too and we kind of do that in our school in our little group that we have kind of in just our show team in our school we kind of have something like that where we'll go around and look at other people's goats and kind of just judge based on who we think is going to win this and all that but uh, which I think is great. I mean, help it heck, it helps with our livestock judging. Uh, helps with our livestock judging skills, which we need to. All you can always get better at. Um, but yeah, I just I'd like to change how we interact with each other down here because sometimes it can get a little, can get a little heated. Yeah, I, I understand that. Um, I just think I haven't had a bad, bad interaction because I'm I'm. I'm usually nice to people um, unless they like really did something that ticked me off, which is rare. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get mad often. Um, unlike Col- 
unlike Colt Conference, which you know that yeah, which that's completely understandable. <laughs> like, yeah, you can see the the steam come down my ears. Uh, <laughs> where do you see agriculture in the next ten years? <clears throat> Ooh, so kind of can I expand on your like so when you say agriculture, do you mean like the FFA, uh, like in general? In, in general, general, you mean like agriculture as in how we feed uh the the uh, population or agricultural uh agriculture in general however you want to answer okay so yeah. what do i think it'll be in 10 years yeah um i think we'll have more different kind of fencing options for your animals i because i've seen that kind of slowly start to develop through okay that's interesting the new virtual fencing stuff, because we had a girl who, in our chapter, who did a speech on this last year, uh, virtual fencing. I can see that kind of, it helps with rotational grazing and stuff. I can see how that could evolve into better ways we can keep our cattle, goats, sheep, really any sort of livestock you have. Um, a scary thing I see in the future for ag agriculture is this kind of the kind of backlash we're getting from, you know, the social meet from the media and all these people who say all these things, how like, let's say the dairy cattle people right now, they're getting a lot of backlash for, from people saying that, you know, the dairy milking is uh, abusive to the animals or stuff like that. I kind of am scared to see what it'll be in 10 years because right now there's, there's a lot of fight back, but it's not getting the push that it needs to actually get supported, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's actually a, a, a factor. I wouldn't say it's like the main factor, but it's a factor in why I started this podcast and posted on social media. It's to show that these kids are actually trying to make a difference in our world by using the uh, necessity of agriculture. Um, and like, the, the the dairy cow uh crisis that is you know a so-called crisis um i don't know why people see it as abusive because if you think about it um wouldn't like breastfeeding babies be abusive then exactly it, it's kind of the same process and if you look at if you actually go to one of these dairy farms like let's use Tuttle for example they're one of the biggest dairy places in oklahoma oh yeah with, with, you know the brahms headquarters being right there uh they like if you go to those places and look at how they handle their dairy cattle it is the most like luxury like there's no there's no other better thing they can do for a cow like they have these automatic scratcher things i've seen they have bedding heated cooled it's just you know they keep them in great environments i don't really understand why people consider that abusive but it's also the lack of education that some people get that i think needs to be pushed more uh for is just pe uh, like this media to teach more of how we actually treat our animals and stuff yes uh last summer i saw a post on instagram um some lady i think she's from california she posted a uh, picture of her holding a sign saying that um, it was somewhere along the lines of 4-H and FFA kids um, are part of the murder system. I'm like, what is she saying? And then her caption just did make sense. And uh, in that post, 
she's like showing herself uh, like saving these chickens. And uh, she was on the news too. She actually went to a basketball game. Uh, oh. One of the owners of an NBA team has like a, uh, a farm of some sort. And she's like slandering him for having this operation. And it's like nuts. She is crazy. Um, but like, she has her opinions. I I respect that, but it's yeah. that she's Always. not willing to educate herself or let anybody else educate her on what agriculture is actually here for. Exactly. That's just. I mean, it, it, you see it everywhere now with everybody with all these different organizations like uh, PETA. That's a good one. Yeah, people's uh, people for the ethical treatment of animals. Um, they actually have a good mission. I I somewhat respect them. Um, but it's the fact that they're not as, um, educated. Yeah. I say, um, it's, it's the fact that they're, they're slandering our operations. Um, but like for dogs and cats, I could see that. Um, but for like our meat production in the U S yeah, that's a little bit out of hand in their realm. Yeah. The because I just wish people could be more educated. I kind of wish uh, in our current education system, just nationally, I wish it was kind of almost required to take some sort of vocational ag class just so then people understand, you know, just more about these all our operations and how it's not abusive and how people actually get their food they get from the grocery stores, you know, that it comes from the starts all with the farmer and rancher and then it goes to, you know, your truck drivers the or the butchers and you know it, then eventually packing truck drivers and then eventually it finally reaches your grocery store uh, i just wish more people would understand that process and i think maybe that way then it would all of us would get along more yes like if you got food on the table thank <coughs> if you got food in the uh, supermarkets thank a truck driver if you're just sitting at home eating your food on the table in peace thank a veteran Exactly. What's your plan for after high school, if you have one? Okay. Oof, that's a good one. So right now, after high school, so my senior year, I really want to run for state office. Same. I Yeah, I mean, I just, I've been kind of looking up towards like Dalton Rogers, uh, the president a couple years back. He he was a big role model for me. And Caleb Horn this year, he's a, also another big role model. I really want to be a state officer, but. I really, I think my plan would be to either go to Connor State College as a junior college, which is the it's the uh, junior college right here in Warner, actually. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. Yeah, I'd like to go there uh, or Mur- Murray State down in Tishomingo for two years and then transfer to OSU for agriculture education. Um, so my plan for after high school, I think everybody's heard it by now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to uh, Oklahoma State for all four years to get a bachelor's in agricultural education and mm-hmm. hopefully, if God willing, uh, be an ag teacher here in the state of Oklahoma. Um, I, too, do want to run for state office. Um, I'm planning on either running for secretary or reporter. Um, it's just it's just one of my, like two of my favorite uh, offices because I yeah. see like cool uh like the cool things they get to do um i didn't have that opportunity because you know i was a chaplain and now i'm the president so i I don't get to like see all what they're doing 
and um like my friends um like sloan uh mcintyre from sky and uh, my friend marissa here in dewey they're like they got the coolest jobs being reporters um i'm like man that's so fun yeah i mean i i look at our officer team right now and as a secretary it's just like the secretary has a lot to keep up with, with the, you know, keeping a record of your meetings. Uh, we, my, our secretary keeps a record of the points chart. Uh, it's very, <laughs> it'll get complicated eventually. Uh, but looking at our reporter, uh, like last year, just, um, I really have a lot of respect for the reporters actually, because just being able to take those pictures and get up with like at our chapter, you have to do the slideshow at the end of the year. Yeah. Keeping, all those and then like uh silo they have a good example of the social media aspect yes i love silos ffa reporter like just how they deal with their social media i think is great and every uh chapter fa chapter needs to have that it's just it kind of gets it's actually getting out there and a lot of people are seeing it and i just think it's a great thing for ag and like um Gatlin did your um his TikTok and his Instagram and there, he's getting his uh grandma and his cousin uh in on it and it's like teaching our generation the importance of agriculture while having fun in these skits exactly and I, um I've actually been trying to push oh oh yeah go ahead <laughs> so I've actually been trying to push uh for like a better social media outreach in my chapter um. My ag teacher, he's a little bit old school. Um, I'm always saying that because he's kind of old. He's 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 pushing fifty. Um, <laughs> oh, he wow. he only posts on Facebook. Uh, we do have a chapter Instagram, but he can't find the uh, password for it because <laughs> we had a uh, past officer um, have that password, and he's been graduated for I think five years, six years now. Yeah, see, that's our problem with our chapters. Uh, we actually saw so our ag teacher last year. He had been teaching for 18 years uh, at, at Warner. He's been teaching for a total of 32, I think. Uh, but he finally retired last year, and it was a pretty emotional banquet. I'll give I'll give him that. Uh, but he retired, and he, he was really old school. Um, our school doesn't allow us to have phones out, so you're not able to, you know, we can't record fun stuff around the – uh, ag room but he always kind of let us sneak a phone in if we wanted to <laughs> take a couple pictures for the slideshow or something but he was real old school and our reporter a couple years back made a chapter instagram but he wasn't very active and none of our reporters since have been that active uh like last year we had a girl she was actually one of our most active members she was the reporter but her parents didn't have let her have social media, so it was really hard for her to, um, you know, have use the chapter Instagram and all that. And now we don't know where the password is for all of it, so <laughs> <it's kinda> hard. <laughs> that I heard um, another chapter reporter isn't allowed to have social media, so I'm like, man, I wonder how they get stuff done. Exactly, I I just think it's the craziest thing. I mean, I, I respect the parents for <coughs> looking after their kids, but if they're using social media for good, then I'd be like, hey, maybe we can be a little bit more lenient, you know? Yeah. We'll always respect the parents' opinion on, you know, whatever the <laughs> issue may be. But, but, like, 
that is kind of weird because it's not their social media, it's our chapters. And it's their job as uh, the elected reporter to, you know, go out and use that social media and have an outreach. Yeah. Um, like, I, I was hoping, I was kind of hoping, I, okay, I want to be real truthful. I was hoping to get president, but if not, like, reporter would have been, like, my second, uh, like, favorite because um, I love taking pictures of myself. <laughs> yeah. um, I know it sounds selfish, but I like uh, posing in the mirror and flexing my muscles. Uh, <laughs> and I, I like to, like, put on my suit and um, just, you know, take funny pictures, um, like, with my American flag, you know. Um, yeah. And sometimes I just like taking pictures of the sunset or – like the uh the nature around me i i just love taking pictures and Absolutely. the amount of like posts i have on facebook and instagram and tiktok this past year um they're like hey maybe uh you could help us with the social media part i'm like yeah maybe um and like i was trying to help uh, like push for a chapter tiktok but my ag teacher, he's like, there's no way, Jose, we're going to have a TikTok under the name of Dewey FFA. You can uh, make TikToks for, on your own account and send them to me, and I'll post them on Facebook. But I'm not going to have a separate thing just on TikTok. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's, that's – well, I guess we've none of us have really – I mean, I never thought it was my job, too, because I never was an officer until this year. But none of us really ever tried to, you know – convince our ag teacher to actually get a good social media running uh, uh, because kind of always left it up to the officers he was kind of a more laid-back teacher like he'd help he, he was the best ag teacher you know obviously he's come from much <laughs> he's the best uh but he kind of just let the officers do the planning he'd take us to events he'd schedule events and stuff but he let us do the planning for things us do the slideshow us plan the banquet he let uh, the officers do and the members actually you know it, he got them involved of course um yeah like my ag teacher he's he's always there if we need him he's like hey um if you have a question don't be afraid to ask um but like look again here in the group chat we got officers asking me hey can you ask him if uh, i'm on this or not i'm like yeah i will um, yeah. I, I guess i just have that good relationship with my hat teacher um so like he has two daughters and um he basically has a house full of women and <laughs> i guess I, I guess you can call me his son in a way um that he's always needed i'm, I'm not gonna say wanted but i'm gonna <laughs> say needed Always needed, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, my ag teacher was, he was a big part of my life. He he really showed me everything. And plus him telling me to do that, say that creed in front of everybody in the ninth grade class, that really got me out going. And I mean, heck, now I want to run for state office. Like, he's just showed me everything there is to ag. And he's always been there for me. Like if I ever needed anything, even outside of ag, like if I ever needed a job, he, you always said he always has a lot of fence to build. And, you know, <laughs> he, I'd go over to his house, help him build fence, help him check cattle, just help him with, you know, your typical ag stuff. And he was just a big, big part of my life. And it's pretty emotional, pretty sad that he retired this year. 
Yeah, my ag teacher, he um he actually put in a good word for me to get this job. Um, I work at my school. I know it seems like a bad job. Yeah. I, I hate it to be honest, but hey, it pays. Um, it, it's a little bit fun, but it's the fact that um I'm always like getting swamp butt um outside and it's like super miserable. Um <laughs> but like after work I go see him in his office and I'm like Dude, I just forgot what I did at work today, and I I could barely like tell him what I did, and he's like, "Yeah, that's fine." At least at least he got up and went to work, um, and like he pushes uh like me a lot. Um, a good example of this was in January, um, the first day after um Christmas break, we got a new um plasma table, um, and he knows that my brother is uh one of the workers here at our uh, local oil field pipe and supply and he runs the plasma table up there so he's like hey how about you learn this we're going to have a couple guys come out and teach y'all uh tomorrow and uh if you want to you can i'm not saying you don't have to but i think you should i'm like all right fine um i haven't left that table ever since it's my baby <laughs> and uh you know we had kids learn but you know me being me i didn't really get much out of it so i taught myself everything i know <laughs> yeah that's like so we got a cnc plasma table like you just said uh we got it i don't know maybe four three three or four years ago i think maybe it was later than that i don't know but uh really our president last year was the only one who knew how to work it and the ag teacher obviously so <laughs> our president last year had to teach me everything about it because i'm gonna be the only really the only ag mechanics kid still in there <laughs> from the oldest ag mechanics kid i'd say so i'll have to kind of teach everybody how to use that and so i think it'll i think next year's gonna be fun yeah that's gonna be my situation so we of course we had kids you know watch and learn i wouldn't say learn but you know watch these guys uh show us what to do on the table um but really i'm the only person who runs it all the time and i know i mostly know what i'm doing it's still a learning process um but he's like hey you need to teach kids uh how to use this because i don't want you coming in during your class times all the time like you've been doing i'm like yeah but it's fun coming in here you know like who doesn't like getting out of class just to go in the ag shop yeah exactly i mean it's just always yeah it's always just fun to skip you know not necessarily skip class but you know just get out of class and just go do what you actually love yeah, that's actually a better wording. I shouldn't say skip. I actually try and keep my grades up and such. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you most excited about this upcoming school year? Um, I'm really excited for just our chapter in general as a whole. Uh, we didn't we don't have a lot of new ag eighth grade ag kids coming in or really any. It's kind of actually worrying me now. Uh, but we don't have a lot of new kids coming in but i'm really excited to see just uh how all of our teams do like our livestock judging team our public speaking team i'm really excited for because i know me at least i'm gonna think i really have a good chance of going to state um i talked to my area judge and he said i have a really good chance of even making it to nationals uh but <laughs> uh but anyways <laughs> Uh, I'm really just excited to see our public speaking team and all the different teams because uh, back on the public speaking thing, uh, 
we have a lot of kids, a lot of more, a lot of new kids that are coming in just that actually kind of are wanting to speak. And our new ag teacher that we're getting said that he loves public speaking and he's going to try and get as many kids as possible to do it because he thinks it's just a good learning opportunity and it just gets you out of your comfort zone just to go talk in front of people. So I'm really excited to see how that turns out in our new livestock judging team and our horse judging team. We actually started that this uh, last year and I'm really excited to see how that turns out this year. For sure. For sure. So um, I'm a little bit opposite of you. So we're getting close to 50 new eighth graders, which is roughly um, a little bit more than half of the entire eighth grade uh, class, Oh wow! Uh, which is nuts. Um, but yet again, Dewey's a small school. So, I mean, Hey, that's, I guess that's normal. Um, that's normal for most schools, but for small schools, I guess it's not. <laughs> yeah, but like, um, I'm hoping I can get these kids plugged into something because I don't want them to be like, uh, excuse me, uh, my first year of FFA, like just a blow off class. I want them to actually get plugged into something all year round, uh, whether it's livestock judging or public speaking or, um, like showmanship. I know some kids already got uh, animals down at the ag farm, which I'm really happy about. Yeah. Uh, I've been looking at other CDEs um, that kids can do throughout the year um, that are for eighth graders and, you know, ninth graders who are coming in too. Um, I want this chapter to have something to do. Absolutely. I understand that completely. Because uh, my eighth grade and ninth grade years, uh, we mainly played like cards, uh, like spoons or yeah. uh, politics and such. Yeah, we always played a. It's not a very, I guess, good game to play. Uh, B- BS. We always call it Bible study, but you probably <laughs> stands for. Uh, we call it liar. Yeah, liar. That's okay. That's a better. That's a better term to use. <laughs> but we always called it bull snot, Bible study, BS, whatever. We always, you know, just played that. Um. But, yeah, I'm really excited for this year. Uh, I kind of like how – so our superintendent and our just school board hasn't really been – we've been a lot of a sports school. We're a big football, wrestling kind of sports school, and I wrestled and played football. I was a state qualifier wrestler a couple years back. Oh, and, wow. But last year I turned to FFA and actually quit my sports just to focus on my FFA and – with my success in the public speaking and a couple of our successes in uh, livestock judging, our superintendent and school board is kind of like opened up now to probably maybe spend a little bit more of the school's budget on our ag program, which I'm really excited to see. Like maybe hopefully soon we'll get a new ag barn or a new ag classroom or just maybe just new stuff for our ag program. I'd really like to, hopefully this year if we do really good and make state or nationals and something that maybe our school board and superintendent can see how much our ag program actually does and how much it gets our school out there. Yeah. Um, like our funding right now, I guess you can say is pretty good. Um, we raise like $2,500, um, in one day just selling corn and just some, what else we do uh, throughout the year just raking up thousands of dollars um in january we were donated um i think like five thousand pillows 
because uh, our pillow factory up here in Bartlesville, they shut down. And then like, hey, you guys want some pillows? We'll send out a couple trucks load, uh, truck loads. And I'm like, heck yeah, we'll take some. So we sold them for five bucks each. And we got like $8,000 that one day. Huh. And yeah, huh. so just, just fundraisers like that and having the kids participate, uh, just helping out mm-hmm. uh, with the sales and like um, little things like that. If the school board sees that kids are getting more um, like involved, yeah, more involved with their activities, then they're probably going to uh, put a little bit more funding to those activities. Yeah, which like our school does a canned food drive every year. Uh, this year we raised, I want to say, around $2,000. So, I mean, yeah, it wasn't much, but we didn't spend that canned food drive on, uh, you know, it's food drive. So we package up food uh with our leadership team in warner and we pack uh we raise the money package up food and then we send it out to kids and families that are kind of poor in poverty around warner in the surrounding area and we just help them with you know it gives them a month or so worth of food and stuff it just you know goes and helps but yeah yeah that that's my main thing i like to help people um if like i'm always asking hey if you like need help, please come and like ask me. I don't want it, you to be yeah. hesitant because I want you to actually get the help you need. Yeah, I want you to succeed. I don't want you to just you know sit back and just think you know one ha- no one's there to help you. Like, yeah, I'm I'm like that too. I like just if you need to talk, just come talk. If you need help with you know anything show wise, I'll help. Any judging wise, I'll help. I like to help people set up their SAEs on um your AET accounts. I just try and help people in the shop. I, you know, it's just, it's good to help people, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I'm in the same boat with you with sports. Um, I quit football. Um, so I can focus on the FFA and I guess you can say I kind of quit being the mascot too. Cause <laughs> like, uh, the same week, um, uh, well, I would say same week, but the week after, um, our interviews, I, uh, tried out for mascot and I got that job. Uh, but like two weeks later at our, um, FFA banquet, I had to quit because, um, I got president of course, and I want to be there for my chapter. Exactly. And And it's just, yeah, it's just hard to balance those things, which I mean, it's possible. I've seen it with some kids, but really, I think if you're going to be a president or anything like that, you should focus all on ag. It just helps. I mean, you can always balance it, but it's probably better if you just kind of put all your eggs in one basket to say the least. I, I guess you could say I have it pretty well balanced. Um, like this last year I was a chaplain, but you know, um, really taking over the reins a lot. Um, I joined student council for the first time and, mm-hmm. uh, now I'm the student body secretary. Um, I was voted class of 2025 vice president, but now I'm both, uh, that and the student body secretary because they voted me in, and it was like a really cool experience. And now uh, I'm, I'm in National Honor Society. I'm getting stuff done in there, because uh, yep. we got me service in there to do. Um, that's another thing I got to focus on. And now that I'm president of my chapter, um, I got to focus on that. And like every year, I'm always preaching to my friends and my family. They're pushing me to do the same. I'm keeping my straight A's no matter what. <laughs> yeah, I I hate having anything lower than a 90. Um, that's just wow. me. 
Yeah, see, I'm, I mean, I'm in National Honor Society. I just got into it this year, uh, and I'm on our leadership team, so I'm balancing things out. We don't really have a student council or anything like that. We do have for the seniors. They have a president and a vice president and a secretary, but we don't have it for any of the other classes. But, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> the grades, I'm not a very book smart person. I mean, I've never had a C or anything like that, but I've, I'm kind of low A, high B kind of kind of person I'm, I'm not very book smart so it's hard for me to keep straight A's or anything like that but I try and balance everything yeah I see that um and like attendance goes a long ways too um last semester okay I guess you could say two semesters ago because it was like fall um but fall semester I only missed one day and I was uh like a stickler for like missing school um that one day I was gone I was laying in my deathbed because oh. i I could not go to school. I could barely move at that point. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I just like, I could not leave my bed that day. No, I, was, I, I was super sick. I had, pretty I, much oh, go ahead. I had pretty much the same thing happen. Uh, I guess it was probably the same semester as you. Uh, I just got really sick and that was probably, I guess those two days were the only days I really missed. I have pretty good attendance, so. Yeah, so what sucked about that week was it was my birthday week. Um, I did not want to, like, miss out much on my birthday. Um, So, like, I was fine that Monday, and then I just fell really ill that Monday night. I could not go to school Tuesday. Um, So I'm like, hey, uh, I'm texting my brother. Hey, I can't go to school today. Can you call me? And I'm like, he's like, yeah, sure. Um, And then I laid there all day, bored out of my mind. Eyes closed most of the day. Uh, didn't really check my phone often. And I'm like, dude, this is really, really bad. Yeah. And then I felt fine the next morning somewhat. I'm not going to say completely fine, but I was fine enough to go to school. And then everybody's like, dude, you're still sick. Go home. I'm like, <laughs> no, I got to keep my uh, Yeah, I'm not going home. <laughs> um, so we have that rule. Um, if you want to like get exempt from your semester test, um, you have to make an A or B, um, and you can't miss more than four days. And so people are like, Jake, how many days have you missed of school? I'm like, one. Dude, you can go home. They're, they're not going to make you uh, take the semester. Yeah. Well, I better be safe than sorry. Yeah, exactly. Now, I wish our school had an exempt thing like that because, oh, man, semester test, that's where I – oh, <laughs> that's where I get – that's why I have such kind of bad grades is because those things just kind of – I'm not very good at semester tests. Um, I, I'd say I'm I'm decent at tests. Um, I'm better with the, like, normal assignments. But what I do to keep my grades up, up, up is um, extra credit. Yep. I always find, uh, like, opportunities to always keep and maintain that A by doing extra credit. Um, a good thing to do – I don't know if your school does it, um, but we have blood drives. So we have the OSBI. Wait, is it? Yeah, no. It, uh, I don't. OBI. Yeah, Oklahoma Blood Institute. They come up here um, at least twice a semester. Not twice a semester, like twice a year. And you can donate your blood that way. And then um, my Algebra 2 teacher, she'd be like, hey, you get extra credit points. Or like... Yeah. Uh, my biology teacher, hey, you get extra credit points just for donating blood. It's easy as that. 
Yeah, our school, we have the blood drive thing, but we don't, none of our teachers give us extra credit for it. I mean, I wish they did, but. I also think that's pretty good donating because, um, you know, you're saving a life. Um, even if it's just a little bag, you're still doing a lot for somebody else. Yeah. Um, like a crazy thing. Um, I forgot his name, but this one guy, he had like a rare uh, genetic in his blood and it saved like 200,000 kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. So just doing something as small as donating your blood can go a long way. Yeah, it can. So tell me about your SAEs, your CDEs, and your LDEs. Again, viewers and guests, an SAE is a supervised agricultural experience. A CDE is a a career development event. And an LDE is a leadership development event. Um, So could you repeat the question one more time? (laughs) Uh, Tell me about your SAEs, CDEs, and LDEs. Um, So my SAEs that I have right now, my AET... uh, is my goat production and my, I have it labeled on there as farm labor, but it's just uh, the kind of work I do for uh, my grandpa. I work for him kind of full time right now, five days a week, get about $200 salary. And I record those and keep them uh, in my records. And then I record my breeding does that I have and my show animals that I have those years. Uh, that's really all I have for my essays. I'm not very, I'm not that good at keeping up with them. I could be better probably should be better uh but my cdes um so i guess those events would be like i do cattle grading livestock judging horse judging um public speaking obviously my my favorite one uh i want to say there's more but i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) so much it's hard for me to that's kind of bragging, but it's just hard for me to remember. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Yeah. Well, that's I was good at all of them is the thing. Um, Like my sophomore year, like I said, it was more of my like my blossom, uh, my blossom year. It's mm-hmm. where I got like really into the FFA finally as I wanted to for the, uh, like when I first joined to like, hey, I can finally do something. Um, yeah. So like my first thing I uh dip my toe in was public speaking uh my ag teacher's like hey we're gonna have brandon bumgarden come up here and we're gonna have a speech workshop i'm like all right and that's where i wrote my first speech uh was it good no it was not because what i did was i went to my uncle for an interview uh because you know we raise cattle and um he didn't really give me the best answers but (laughs) i'm like you know what this is good enough um and I guess my speech just did not take off as much as I wanted to. Um, so yeah. we had, you know what Cattlewomen's is? Cattle, what did you say? Cattlewomen's Association. It's kind of like Cattlewomen's. Yeah. But it's, it's I do. Yeah, so they had a speech contest here in Dewey, uh, like first week in November. Every year they have it, and it was my first contest. Um, the time requirement is four to six minutes. I'm like, you know what, I can use this speech. And then I can add on to it later in the year. That was a bad idea because um, this speech could, did not go far. I didn't place. Um, and my score sheet, I got an 80 on it, but it was not the best. Um, and so I used that same speech, tweaked it a little bit, added more to it uh, during a regular speech season. And um, my score sheets were just trash. 
I'm 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 gonna be re- I'm gonna humble myself. They were trash. <laughs> um, like the the worst report card I got. Okay, I'm just gonna, g- grade I got on my speech was a NA on everything. Oh, I'm, no. I'm like, what on earth is this? The other two, um, from the same contest, it gave me like advice on what to do, and actually had a lot of good grades on those two. But this one just said, uh, like everything bad, uh, <laughs> like that on the far left, everything bad. I'm like, are you kidding me? Nothing at all besides, uh, memorization. I'm like, well, no, oh, duh. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, the day after our, uh, banquet, which is like late April, uh, we went to NEO in Miami and we had a, uh, hey, dude, wait, hold on. Uh, what um division were you in at Ineo? Uh, no, this was for a uh, livestock workshop. Livestock oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> I was about to uh, go to the Ineo uh competitions, but that was the same week as our uh, mascot tryouts. Oh, okay. so my my act teacher was a little bit mad at me uh for that, but he's like, you know what, fine. Um, and this may seem silly, but my cousin is the head uh, cheerleading coach so she's like you need to try this out i'm like all right fine <laughs> uh but anyway uh livestock judging workshop really gave me an eye opener i want to try out um uh, on the team well i'm not going to try out because you know our team isn't really a team yet it's just the kids who are saying they're going to do it yeah. uh, and then of course i got my uh goat showmanship that's my other um sae and then I'm trying to set up like a price range, uh, for metal signs, uh, that I'd make on uh, the plasma table. I've had a couple businesses here in my area ask me to make them cool signs and they actually like it and they recommend me, uh, to make it a business. Yeah. Uh, my brother who works at OPS, um, he used to make signs and, uh, other pieces of metal, uh, for companies, and he's like, you know what? How about I send those guys over to you so that you can make some profit off this for your SAE? Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll try that out. My ag teacher, she's like, yeah, you can have as many SAEs as you want, and it will all count towards your state FFA degree. So I'm like, yes, sir. So let's do this. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. And uh, another CDE I'm going to be doing is um, Shotgun Sports. Yep, I do. Okay, that's the one I was forgetting. Yeah, oh, how could I forget that one? I'm and really I know, kidding. and I know, Connor State has a pretty popular uh, yeah. shootout right over there. So yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. So actually, uh, Connor's State College shooting coach is a uh, Sierra Walker. Um, she's actually a good family friend of ours, and I used to. So my first ever goat and sheep show animals were from her. Um, I kind of want to just I. I have a lot of respect for her, and she's very. She's has a couple national titles under her belt now at Connors. For their wow, show. it's pretty awesome. Yeah, but like, um, I was wanting to do shotgun sports since uh, my freshman year. Um, I actually was like, "Hey, if you want to do shotgun sports, sign up." I'm, I signed up, and then my brother, um, he's like, "No." So this may get a little bit deep, but um, so I was in foster care uh, growing up. And uh, when I was first put in, 
his end goal was to get me back. And um, whenever I was in foster care, he got himself into trouble and he went to prison for a few years. Um, He had, he's charged as a felon and his main concern was, you know, purchasing a uh, shotgun for me. Yeah. That'd be very, yeah. That conflict with his felon. Yeah. Um, but you know, of course he's gotten himself cleaned up. He's, he's actually one of the greatest people you'll ever meet. Um, Mm -hmm. He he is the only graduate from a uh, sobriety uh, thing, I guess you can call it, uh, here in Bartlesville, which is nuts. That's that's great. That's yeah, because they they've seen thousands of people go through it, and he's the only graduate. So, but like enough of that. Um, his main concern is about getting a shotgun for me and such. But my act teacher's like, "Hey, I can get you a shotgun. It, it's not a problem, and I can pay for the shells." I'm like. Heck yeah. So this is uh, something I, I've been dying to do for a while, and I'm finally getting to do it. Yeah, I definitely encourage it. It's it's always fun. Uh, I've always – I enjoy, obviously, every event I do, but shotgun sports is definitely up there. I can't believe I forgot to say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my buddy Cade Gosnell, he does uh, shotgun sports, and he hit uh, a perfect however many. I'm not really, like, too uh, on it. Well – in the single one is 25 so 25 and 25 yeah he he hit a perfect one up there in connor's and i'm like dude if i'm ever this good <laughs> yeah, highest i've ever gotten was a 24 and i was pretty pretty proud of that oh yeah you should always be proud of what you do exactly like that that speech contest i was so proud of myself for even delivering it because <laughs> i am not the best at the uh, delivering speeches yeah. Um, oh, so actually, I kind of want to brag on myself here about my speech. So oh, yeah. this, this year I did a uh, ag policy speech. Um, it was about permitless nighttime hunting of feral swine, hogs, and uh, coyotes. And uh, in our region, it I think there's eight of us maybe. And I was got second in our region and fourth in our area. That's pretty it, good. And uh, I got first at the Oklahoma Union uh, Ag speech contest. That they oh, had. you were there. Yep. Oh like, man, I was there too. That was that was a good speech contest. Yes, yeah, it was. It was tough. So, um, Abby Roberts, one of the uh, um, love her to death. Yep, she's a great person. The one of the Northeast area VP candidates. Yeah. I'm gonna brag a little bit. I actually beat her at at. <laughs> I, I actually beat her at our area and um at the Oklahoma Union. It's pretty proud of that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I love her. She's a great person. So, um, the first time I met Abby was actually at the speech contest here in Dewey. Um, and you know, of course, we've been friends ever since. And um, every speech contest, every um anything FFA related that I see her and I know she's gonna be at, I try and talk to her because she she's so wise and she yeah. just knew she knew she a lot <laughs> like information that she just randomly has about agriculture itself. And I think that's a cool thing about her. Um and like her friendship uh with Josie Evans. Um like I love Josie too. Uh, first yeah. time I met Josie was at the uh, Washington County Livestock sh- uh, Show. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, these candidates, even though they didn't make it, they're still putting in the effort uh, in the FFA after graduation. Yeah, uh, it's 
it's great to see it. I love it. Yeah, like Abby and Josie, um, they all talk to me uh, like, hey, I'm so proud of you. And Kate's the same way. She uh, was running for state office, too. I forgot what she was running for. Uh, it wasn't Northeast area. But, like, she's like, hey, I'm so happy you're doing this. And that you're advocating for uh, agriculture. I'm like, yes, yeah. and this is one reason why I'm doing it. Because yeah. I, I just love people. And I'm hoping that every story is inspiring to somebody who wants to be part of this uh, this organization. Yeah, because, I mean, the more stories you hear, just, I mean, the more it gets out there, the better. It's It helps everybody. Yeah, I'm hoping I can get, like, uh, like a farmer, a rancher, or somebody in the 4-H um, in on this. Uh, my second guest was Kennedy Kramer. She's from the Caney Valley FFA here in uh, Washington County. Um, she's in 4-H, and she's the only 4-H member I've actually talked to. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but she's also in the FFA, of course. Um, but, like, this isn't just for FFA members. This is for anybody um, who's in agriculture in general to, uh, like, be part of. And this is for everybody in our country to listen to um what's nuts is i was looking at the analytics um i got people from canada and the united kingdom listening on this i'm like there's no way yeah that's that's great because i mean just getting the outreach out to those countries because i know the united kingdom right now is having a lot of issues with the the farmers are having a lot of issues up there um just even in all these different foreign countries because from the laws that are being passed in the in there i mean it's just they're strict they're limiting to what those farmers can do and i was watching the show uh really not a family friendly show uh, jeremy clarkson the guy off the top gear he actually has a farm show and it's really funny you should go watch it but he it's at the whole point of it is to advocate for the united kingdom to loosen up to loosen up on their uh requirements that they have for these farmers and how kind of the media isn't getting it you know yeah um i think like a few years ago whenever they were going through brexit i'm not trying to be political right here um (laughs) but they were like putting limits in their markets and i'm like that is nuts because like the country itself already at that time um they were having like uh, some farming issues and the fact that Brexit is like limiting the uh, imports from other European countries um, of food of course is just making the problem worse um, so I'm like you know what could they do to uh, fix this problem but yeah. they, and this is like I think I was in 7th grade 6th grade at the time I forgot what year it was but still it, it was like a long time ago um, I don't know what the current situation is now in the UK, but like besides the point, I'm happy that um this podcast is reaching other nations. Yeah, that's that's actually really insane. I didn't know that. Um, so we'll ask you uh some fun questions. So I don't really know much about Warner besides it has uh Connor State College. <laughs> a little bit more about it. Um, so you just want to know more about Warner? Yeah. Okay, well, 
really Connor State College in a Mexican restaurant. That's all there is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're a 2A school, I think. I think we're 2A. Yeah. We're a 2A school. We have pretty big football program. We maybe made it, almost made it to state last year. I don't remember. I was uh, my school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um, and then we have wrestling. Uh, we were a state team for our 2A basketball uh, women's team. That we actually made it to state, got in the playoffs right there. Uh, we got a state champion wrestler last year. Um, what else? Our softball and baseball didn't do too hot. <laughs> Um, but yeah, really, we're just a sports school, sports and ag. That's about all you got. So there's a debate. Um, if you listen to Tyus Montgomery and his uh, podcast, Brag on Ag, he asked this question to Kylie Flasco. Um, I think we all know where this is going. Mm. What, what do you choose? Chick-fil-A or Canes? Oh man, that is a tough one. I'm going to go with, like, as a food place, Canes. Oh. I love Canes. I'm going to just say that right now. But now, like, service-wise, Chick-fil-A. They have the best, you know, customer service. They're a big Christian and ag-supporting company. But personally, I think Canes is a better eating place. That is so interesting. I I haven't gotten that, like, that answer yet. So... Uh, I'm a little bit of the opposite. I'm going uh, Chick-fil-A simply mm. because it has more variety. Yep, I can see that. I can. I can. And, and this may seem a little bit biased, but uh, the chicken's way better. The only reason why I love Canes, a little bit less than Chick-fil-A, but I love Canes too, is because of their bread and their, and their sauce. Yes. Yeah. We just don't have a Canes around here, and we have a Chick-fil-A. So it's kind of special if you get to go eat at a Cane's. So that's kind of why. I yeah I, I guess that's um, another factor. So the closest one uh, to me is in Owasso. Yeah, so that's one to me is also forty minutes. <laughs> yeah, uh, we do have a Chick Fil A up here uh, in my area, which is like probably like five minutes from my house. Um, and like it, it's a it's not popular as it was, but I think it's pretty good. Um, for a lot of our FFA activities, we, uh, try and order, um, like 30 boxes of, uh, that Chick-fil-A special, I think I forgot what it's called, but like the box itself has like a chicken sandwich, a cookie and those poppable chips. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of want to change my answer actually, now that you just reminded me, um, Chick-fil-A. So our Chick-fil-A up here, every time we have like a, a big event, like a, uh, leadership conference. Uh, we had one in Haskell, one in Muskogee, one in Roland. Uh, they'll actually provide the food, and they do a great job at it. <laughs> See, now you're coming to the, uh, the light side. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I, I know all of us have a moment. What is your funniest FFA moment? Ooh, you mean like the stupidest funny kind of? Any moment. Um, it could be anywhere from making, uh, gagging noises, which <laughs> a girl to throw up in the van 
or uh, slamming the door on somebody because you said something funny or um, simply just doing something that looks really stupid. Oh, okay. So I, I know there's funnier ones. I just can't think of them right now. But one that just always pops into my mind. So we play a game in our van every time we go somewhere called Clip. <laughs> we play a game called Clip. And whenever you're driving down the road, you know, it's kind of like an alphabet game or like a, you know, you spot a car kind of game. But you, every time you see a tractor, you yell clip. And that's a point for you. If it's standing there, if it's just sitting there, it's at one point. If it's moving forward, it's three. And if it's in reverse, it's five. <laughs> that also counts if it's on a trailer moving forwards or backwards. Those counts as moving forward and backwards. Okay. okay. Well, anyways, you're not supposed to say it if there's a dealership or if it has a backhoe you get either disqualified or you get negative points (laughs) um but we were driving back from actually a shooting contest uh and uh the senior that graduated a couple years ago his name was we called him mac uh great great guy i loved him uh we were playing clip and there's this kind of like little brushy area it was like an old dealership that someone just bought and just still had tractors sitting out there. But you couldn't really see it except for like a little one, two second gap. And all you hear is Mac, and he was sitting right beside me. And all you hear is, oh my gosh, clip, 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 clip. <laughs> <laughs> and he calls out about 12 tractors right there. And I don't know why I always remember that as being so funny. But, man, that was... Oh, it was funny. <laughs> um, so, of course, my funniest moment was in the van, uh, the Suburban. So we were coming back from Connor State College for the vet science competition. And uh, we were at Cheddar's in Tulsa. It's it's yeah. like, uh, okay, you know what it is. Yeah, I know. I know what Cheddar's is. <laughs> um, so we ate our, our lunch, of course, and we were going back to the parking lot. So my stuff... Um, because we didn't go to school, really. Uh, we, we had our bags with us. I had my stuff up front. The girls had the stuff in the back seats and such. Um, I was the only guy who went besides my ag teacher. Um, and, you know, me being me, I'm always up front. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a day. And my friend Marissa, she goes, Jake, I want the, the front seat. Uh, I'm like, you know what? How about you stay in the back seat? Because we're going to be home in like an hour. And I have my stuff right here. I've been up here all day. You've been, uh, been backseat uh, since we've left the school. You can sleep if you want to. I'm going to stay up and I'll be the navigator because, you know, that's what I usually do. Um, and that's a good thing because I'm always awake. If I'm awake, I don't uh, go back to sleep until nighttime. Yeah. So she's like, no, that's not going to fly. I already have my door closed at, the po- at this point <coughs> and the windows rolled down. She opens up my door, and she says, Jake, I'm going to count to three, and you better get out. And so she says, one, two, and then I say, I'm, I'm smiling at this point, three, four, how about you shut my door? I slam my door shut. My act teacher's howling at me, and he's, just, he's dying laughing. And <laughs> Marissa, her face is bright red. She's not like. She's not too pale, but she's kind of pale, and she is cherry red. You can see the, the fumes coming out of her ears. It's just the best moment. And the, she's like, 
I can't believe you right now. I'm going. She didn't talk to me for the rest of the day, but it was so worth it. Oh, that's it, awesome. <laughs> we find it funny now, but like at, at the moment, you can tell she's going to kill me. Ooh, yeah. Um, I want to like reiterate. Um, what's his face? Uh, Dre's funny story because I think it's one of the the like golden ones. So oh, he has uh, a couple funny ones. That dude is. Oh, he's up so much. He is such a cool guy. Um, so he was actually my first guest. This was his story. So he was coming back from the competition in Stillwater, and uh, they went to a like a sushi place of some sort, and uh, they got food there. And then some people who didn't like sushi, they got stuff at like a McDonald's or a fast food restaurant of some sort. On their way back on the road. Um, they were making gagging noises, just having uh some stupidity fun, yeah. you know, uh, in the back of the suburban or bus, whatever it was. Um, and then it just started to smell out of nowhere. <laughs> you can see where this is going. And then uh, the smell got unbearable, and the smell <laughs> growing up, and the the rag teacher just pulled on the side of the road, and everybody's running around screaming. <laughs> I, I'm I'm laughing at this the entire time he's telling me this, and I'm like I could not imagine, um, because my freshman year we went to state convention, um, and one of the girls it was last night we were coming home, somebody gave her a slice of pizza, and I'm like there's no way you took it from a random person. She's like yes I did. She ate the whole thing and she started throwing up on the bus. I could not believe her. I was mad. Um, because I was seeing like catty corner to her and I could smell it. Um, luckily I'm kind of tolerant, but yeah. it's that she was right there and she was throwing up. Oh, that's terrible. That's like, so we were at Tulsa, this Tulsa state fair for, I don't really remember. We kind of just go sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what we were there for, but we were just sitting there in the stands. Oh, we were waiting on results for livestock judging. And there's this unopened Milo's sweet tea bottle. Oh, no. Just sitting on the stands right there. And I'm kind of a goofy <laughs> sometimes whenever I'm around the right people. And I'm kind of looking at it. And they say, hey, Hazen, I bet you won't take a drink of that. Yeah, so I chugged the whole thing. What happened, like, after? Luckily, luckily I, it wasn't drugged or anything, so I'm fine now, obviously. But Okay, okay. It was It was very warm. It's very warm, he says. Uh, I I like doing stupid things uh, for a reaction. Uh, That sounds bad, but, like, it's really funny. But everybody does it. I mean, it's just... (laughs) Um, This isn't FFA-related, but uh, my cousin, she just graduated uh, this past year uh, from Bartlesville. So we had her party at the farm and such, and one of the gifts she got was a taser. Um, that was a flashlight. So, uh, what did she ask me? She's like, Hey Jake, you want to get tased for like five bucks? And I'm like, you know what? That's kind of lowballing it. How about, um, five bucks from everybody in the house? And there's a lot of people at this point, but then people started to leave. And I'm like, all right, I'll settle for 20 bucks then. So <laughs> she hands the, uh, her taser over to my other cousin. And he's like, are you sure you want to do this? I got 20 bucks right here. Are you wanting to back out? I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> And we got this on recording too. It's on my Instagram. Um, she she's laughing, 
and, and other people are screaming, and they're like, there's no way you're going to do this. I want to be straight up right now. The taser did not hurt that bad. <laughs> the The reaction out of everybody was priceless, though. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, like when it when it didn't hurt, I was like, you know what? Here, give me the taser. And then they're all screaming more, like, "Oh my gosh, he's going to tase himself!" No, I didn't tase myself. I was just playing around. <laughs> I hang back, and then my cousin tased me again. I'm like, it still doesn't hurt that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's more like a pinch, and it's not like electrifying, like electrifying you. So it's not that yeah. bad. I was just, I've been tased by one of them tasers. I mean, it's not bad, but it still don't feel good. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't feel good, but it's not bad. Yeah. And that that's one of the good memories I have, you know, just just being stupid while getting a reaction. Yeah. It's always it's always funny. Now, like for me, um, I told everybody this. I wanna be a serious president, but while doing it, I wanna have the most fun. I yep. love I love being like the the fun guy. I try not to be a party pooper. Um, like a good example of this was at Falls Creek um, this past week. Um, everybody was having on their uh, 4th of July stuff and, you know, just celebrating. And then there's me in my nine-line shirt. I'm like, oh, wait, the girls brought face paint and such. So what do I do? I paint my face in the American flag. <laughs> and it's just simple things like that that yeah. show people that you're just wanting to have a good time. Yeah, and, I mean, if you want to have a good time, you're going to – it's just always going to turn out good, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I got a video uh, from my friend, uh, friend Kalen. You know, the my pronouns are USA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I got that. I posted that on my Instagram, too. Um, it's, it's just it's just fun moments like that that makes memories. Uh-huh. Um, actually, I have a good Falls Creek story. So it was actually on the way to Falls Creek. We stopped at Chick-fil-A. Here's the funny thing. Um, we stopped at Chick-fil-A and ate, and while we were sitting there waiting on the food, you know the little tiny silver vases they have there with the fake flowers? Yeah. So, in the bottom of it, there's really good smelling, some sort of liquid. Secrets, wow. Okay, yeah. So, we take the flowers out and we're smelling it. I don't, I I have a very strange group of friends. (laughs) We're very different, (laughs) and very random, and very dumb (laughs) when we're around each other and my buddy Preston Cannon he's one of the popular kids at school he's a really good guy great football player too um he just kind of smells it and he's like I'm gonna take a swig of this so he takes a swig of like this tastes like cantaloupe so then I take it and I take a drink and then we we kind of pass it around the table and we all take a drink and we are like like, man this kind of tastes like cantaloupe it kind of tastes good and then it hits. It's it, and then it started tasting like Dawn dish soap. Oh no! Couldn't get it out of your mouth. Like I still have the kind of tanginess in my mouth now that I'm talking about it. No. Yeah. So don't drink the Chick Fil A vase water. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Why though? That's so. <laughs> exactly. It was random and. I don't know why, but we had the we laughed our butts off. <laughs> Man, um, so did you see a kid um 
well, kids are from Cleveland, Texas. Uh, they're like playing the guitar out on uh, Monday night, and they were just having a good time. They were taking yep. requests, and such. Yep, I did. Yeah, so I actually went over to them, and I actually became really great friends with them the uh, the entire week, and I hung out with them every night. Um, but like, I try to get them to sing uh, "Traveling Soldier" because I'm trying to sing that at the AFR Summit uh, here in a couple weeks. Um, one of my favorite songs ever. It's not my all-time favorite, but it's, it's definitely up there. Um, this kid did not know anything country, and him being from Texas, um, I was highly disappointed. Yeah, he from <laughs> um, Texas, no country. Yeah, but uh, like we sang some gospel songs. Um, I gave him like five bucks to put in his guitar case, and it was still a good time. Um, like her, his friend Rayleigh. Um, she's really cool i got her snap and we're just snapping back and forth about like uh our time at falls creek away from each other like in our cabins and um like what we learned and i'm showing her what i'm doing at home like i got um like some more packing to do because of course i'm going to alc here on tuesday and then um like my projects at the ag shop and the uh my goat production at the ag farm and she's like, you're so interesting. And I'm like, I guess I am. <laughs> I, I have a pretty interesting life. Um, yeah. I want to dig deep into that because it's kind of late. But um, still, like, just having a conversation um, without really intending to can lead up to something great, you know? Exactly. Yeah. What's your advice for our viewers and guests? Um. So some good advice I have, uh, it's, it kind of comes off as saying that my ag teacher always said was hard work pays off. And I mean, it, it really does. Just some advice I can give you, anybody listening, is just kind of always know your goals, know your dreams, and work as hard as you can to get those accomplished. All righty. Uh, do you have any questions for me? Um, I don't, no, not really. I don't have any questions. All righty then. Um, actually one thing, uh, can I tell a story about, it's kind of actually about the hardworking aspect. Oh yeah, go ahead. All right. So there's this, this is kind of how I got into the whole showing deal after that Sierra Walker, she helped me with my first year, but, um, so my ag teacher nominated for me this, the Slinging Stones essay contest. It's out in Woodward. And you wrote I wrote an essay, about five-paragraph essay or something, and they submitted it, and they looked through it. Over 300 kids applied for it, and I actually ended up winning it. Um, but this uh, lady, her name's Sheila Kelso. It's a great, great family. They have great goats, and it was actually – so the winner got a weather from uh, New Mexico. It won the New Mexico State Fair – or made the sale, I don't remember. Made the sale at the New Mexico State Fair. Uh, and it was a really good goat and really nice people. They decided they're going to pay it forward. Uh, it was the Sling Stones essay contest, the pay it forward essay. Uh, and they were just, they really gave me that opportunity and they helped me with whatever questions I had. Uh, I asked them, they helped me with anything that, I needed with that goat, whether that be fitting, which Noah Hollers, uh, a, a guy down in Lawton, uh, helps helps me with. Um, 
and I actually got my goats, some of my goats from him this year. Uh, but she helped me get all these connections for it. And she said through my hard working, it really, she, she really, uh, she really likes how hard of a hard worker I am. And she said, just, you know, I like to think that if you're a hard worker, you're, you show people that you're going to actually do something that you mean to do. And I just really wanted to give a big shout out to those, to the Kelsos down in the Woodward Fort Supply area, because they really just have helped everything I've ever done. And also, I believe they're doing a new um, essay contest this year. So I'd like to see uh, the next person who gets the who gets the goat out of it and what they accomplish. That's pretty cool. And to add on about paying it forward, um, yeah, pay it forward, guys. Um, I was at, well, I'm going to say it right now. I was not uh, very fortunate growing up, but it's the fact that I've had people, uh, like, support me and, like, just help out with the little things and the big things, too. Um, like, all throughout my high school career so far, um, I was the quote unquote poor friend and I didn't, I didn't have much money and I could, yeah, barely, that's me. That was me. I, I could barely afford to pay for my own lunches and such. Um, I like it. <laughs> so like my ag teacher and, um, uh, my buddy Cooper, he, they like pay for my lunches and such. And now that I'm actually working and I have a little bit of, I'm not going to say it's a lot, but I have a little bit of cash on me. I can finally help some other kids, um, like whatever, what if with that, with whatever they need. Um, yeah, another good example um, was a few months ago. I was gifted a lot of white uh, dress shirts. Um, some were too big, some were too small, some were just right. But I'm like, hey, Mr. Epperson, I got a lot of white dress shirts. Could you wash them and give them to kids who need them? He's like, of course, buddy. Whatever. Yeah whatever you need. And, you know, it's the fact that some people, uh, like helped me out. I want to do the same thing back. Yeah. I think just paying it forward is just the best thing you can do. Like I took the showmanship skills I got from those people that helped me. Um, actually also the Kesters up in no water area. Yes. I love the Kesters. I actually, yeah, the, I, I get my goats from them. Yep. That's a great family. Carenza. She's, uh, she's such a nice person. I love Carenza and Braden too. Yeah, and Braden. Yeah, so Braden's the one actually who helped me with my showmanship skills, and the way I kind of paid it forward was well, I've paid it forward in quite a bit of ways. But the one I remember is I helped this little girl who didn't really have the best animals, but she, you could tell she had the past passion to show, but she just wasn't kind of able to, you know. Yeah. So I helped her with the showmanship skills, and actually at our local, she ended up winning her showmanship class. So I was really proud of her. That's good. That's really yep. good. Um, anything else? Uh, nope. I think that'll be it. All righty, sir. Thank you so much for joining me on the tenth episode of I Believe TV. I've had an absolute blast just talking to you. Um, it's a little bit late. It's all. It's almost ten thirty, uh, oh. which is probably the latest I've ever recorded. And I got work in the morning, but hey, it's all worth it because yeah, me too. <laughs> because every story that goes on this podcast, it's getting a little bit closer to reaching the people who are lost in uh, like agriculture. 
and they just don't know what to do. Yep. And I'm just hoping that something can like touch their heart. Absolutely. Again, thank you. And as always, can you hear me? Oh, yep. Sorry. And as always, why are we here? Uh, Because we believe. Because we believe. Thank you, Hazen. Make a great day and be kind to somebody.